Welcome everybody to another episode of Be Brown Back. Tonight we have Francis Wong at Francis underscore Wong, who is going to present to us a VCP study guide for NSXT uh, for the 2.4 version that she made. And I thought it was just a, a tremendous amount of work and that we should uh, share it with the community. And also we're going to get any other tips that we get from the audience or Twitter and we're also going to present it. So whoever's studying for this exam, you know, gets a really good start. As always, uh, B Brown Bag is global. We have chapters in APEC, Brazil, EMEA, Latin America in Spanish. Uh, if you want to get in on the conversation, I am going to be monitoring the hashtag B Brown Bag uh, on Twitter. And you can also add us if you have any questions. And with that, uh, I'll leave it to you, Francis, to introduce yourself and take it away. Great. Thanks for having me, Ariel. Let me go ahead and share my screen just so you can see. Yep. My screen? Great. So, hi, everyone. This is Francis Wong, and I currently am a Cloud Partner Solution Architect at VMware. So, I want to talk a little bit about the study guide that I created and why I created this. Um, and I'll give you guys a little bit of background. Um, and about my role and why I was interested in doing this. So I specialize on the VMware Cloud and AWS solution, and I specialize in working with our partners on the West Coast. I cover the entire West Coast, Alaska, and Hawaii from a partner standpoint. And one of the responsibilities I have is to support our partners in their enablement or their learning of our products. So in learning about VMware Cloud and AWS or VMC, one of the bars that they have to cross, so to speak, is they have to get certified in the VCP and V. So it's going to be NSX uh, V or NSX T. Now, I was, I was tasked with, well, Francis, what's it take to do that? And I'm leading folks through this process of learning about the product and learning about NSX. And I went out on the web trying to look for materials for myself to prepare myself to take the exam. And I, I found a little bit, I was lucky, I found Britain's, um, Britain was making a series of videos at the time and Paul Macheri had some test materials. I was like, that's, that's great, but there wasn't, a nice little framework that says these are things that you should study for other than the exam um, blueprint, which was pretty bare bones in terms of a skeletal uh, studying framework. So with a lot of help from actually a lot of my counterparts inside VMware, I started putting together this particular guide. And I know Ariel has taken a look at the blog post. We're going to go over the blog post very, uh, very quickly here in a couple of minutes. But my blog post ended up including not just this study guide, but a lot of different elements that I had to incorporate to get myself up to speed. Because from my standpoint, I didn't feel like I was a, a specialist in networking. So it's taken me a while to get here. So I want folks to know that for some of us, the networking piece hasn't been in 
my past experience as much as other parts uh, of the VMware portfolio and other parts of infrastructure. So it was a it was a heavier lift for me. So I needed all these different study materials in order to get me to the point where I felt that I could confidently um, take this exam and I could take it with integrity. So that's why I did that. Um, so let me dive into it. And I will stop sharing this one. And before I begin with the study guide, I'm actually going to dive into something that some of you may, uh, may encounter. If you have studied NSXT in the past, it was probably NSXV for vSphere. And you might have done the exam a couple of years back. And most of you know, if you're here to look at the study material, that we now have two paths. One is NSXV and the other is NSXT. And what about if you hold an older certification? What are your upgrade paths? So make sure you are on the correct path. So I'm starting just at the VMware website just to show you how to look this up because this is very important as we are uh, moving forward with figuring out what is the right certification requirements for you. So I'm gonna navigate just to our certification part of the website. I love this and because because just getting the exam right and getting the resources right sometimes strips people up, so I love it. Yeah, you know, I'm so, <laughs> I feel bad because I actually had someone at a partner that went down the path and took a course and said, well, shouldn't I automatically be upgraded? And it's, and we went and looked and we're like, oh crap. No, that wasn't the right path for you. So let's make sure if you hold an older VCP NV or a VCP V um, certification that you're going down the right path. So we're gonna go through both paths just to demonstrate the difference in how you look this up. So when you look under the VCP for 2020 for network virtualization, let's go down V first because some of you guys have the V. So you come here and you're gonna see this little drop down area. If you hold a VCP NV 2019, if you got certified last year, you have an option of attending a course to satisfy the BCP NB 2020 requirements. You don't have to take an exam, guys. That's the difference, okay? However, I mean, you have the option of taking an exam or taking a training, training course. I know which one I would do. <laughs> I'm like, just, let's just take a course. In fact, you can just do a what's new course. The what's new course is all of 10 hours, and that updates your certification. That's if you hold the VCP NB 2019. Now, if you hold the VCP 6, though, and, th and this is where I want to be very careful. It's recommended that you att attend a course, but <laughs> the exam that you need to take if you had the VCP 6 NB retired yesterday. So that's no longer a path. Yeah. That means you've got to go back through the process. Okay. That's that's actually my my situation. I have a VCP six as V, so mm -hmm. I ha I have to go with T. <laughs> mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So 
and, and if you have to go back to the drawing board and you've got to take a course, then, you know, everybody can make their own um, decision based upon the skill set that they need. But if you're looking forward into VMware's portfolio, uh, you know we are now pivoting over to NSXT for all of, you know, all of our portfolio. So VMware Cloud and AWS is based on NSXT. So obviously I was gonna go and lean in that direction. So, very, so let's very, go. Very important yeah. there. Um, so we, two questions from the from the from our, our gracious attendees. Raham Mitchell asks if uh, there used to be a path for those with Cisco certs. And mm -hmm. so I, I think I saw that in the drop down. And oh, let's go back. Yeah. And I don't know if their same situation is there for T as well. So I see there a Cisco certification, uh, submit proof, pass the foundation, and pass the, let's see which exam that is. So, so, this, so if you hold the CCIE, I would recommend that you not go down the V path. And you can't anyway, because I mean, you've got to pass yeah. this exam that retired yesterday. So let's be clear, guys, where the line um, stands. I, I mean, you kind of see VMware pushing you over to the VCP um, based on NSXT. So let's go down the NSXT path now, yep. which is really where we're going out. So, All right. let's so you, do, see. you do have an option there. You do. So if you hold a Cisco certification, you obviously have to submit proof and you have to pass the exam. This is okay. the same exam that we're gonna go through. Excellent. Now, it, what happens if I have a, an existing, and this is part of his question as well, an existing uh, BCP on the V version of, of NSX? Uh, so is that an option in the drop down there? Like to basically transition? Yeah, so it seems that you can do it with a BCP and V 2019, any yeah. BCP. Actually, go to that That's, BCP, yeah, that it, one. Yes, this is the one. So you're gonna have to pass the exam. So it's gonna be the same one now. So remember the V1 now is expired. You can no longer take the V exam in order to attain the VCP NV 2020. Yeah, and there's no course that you can take. So go get, get so yeah, perfect. I'm so glad that we don't, did this. <laughs> yes, don't, that, yeah, I don't want you guys wasting your time or your money taking a course that, that doesn't um, qualify you or get you further along. Um, especially if we're just talking about the certification, right? Um, and I, I know that there's a lot in terms of the body of knowledge and marketing and what you should do, but when you're just focusing on achieving the certification, you've got to filter out what you need to do and you need to filter out what's your baseline, where you're starting from. So make sure you navigate through these menus correctly. And I wanted to point that out just because of that date. So don't brush that off if you have done this prior, which makes this particular study exam and some of the information I've put together very timely. Yeah. Um, one of the things I do want to point out, and I know this is not possible for everyone, but in this oddball time that we live in right now, you may be at home. And if you have the bandwidth, this is the perfect time to try and buckle down and maybe take down some of this material. Um, and I'm gonna go through that story here briefly. So 
Now that we've gone over there, um, everybody knows they should navigate here and figure out what's their path and what's recommended versus what's optional. Let's go over to the study guide. So my particular um, blog is at virtuallytwocents.com and you should be able to just find the NSXT 2.4 study guide and support. So right at the top, if you're just looking for the study guide document itself, I put the link right on the top. Just, you know, if, if you don't want to read through the blog post, you want to just grab that um, very quickly for you. And I go through a number of things. I'm not going to repeating, repeat that. I'm just going to go through the salient points here. Uh, I talk a little bit about how I learned and going down the general information. So one of those things I did want to say, this material for me was very dense. Uh, I, I know maybe for folks that have studied Cisco in the past, that some of the networking concepts are not new and the terms aren't new to them. But it was new to me because I had not gone down that path prior. And I don't want folks to think that, oh, she's special. She, she knows exactly what she's talking about. She has all this experience. She's some sort of savant. I am, no. <laughs> I looked at this certification four years ago when I joined VMware. And I never found the time to do this until we had, you know, this shelter in place time where I'm sitting at home, first of all. Second of all, I want to be very clear. I took the NSXT course, I'm not kidding, three or four times. <laughs> I took it when it was B. By the time I was ready to take it seriously, T was already out. So then I had to take the class again. And then in order to solidify the learning, I took the on-demand class and like sat there and I wrote notes, physical notes down and paused the video in order to learn the information. So that's why all of these notes actually exist in the study guide. Um, it's because I meticulously went through the ICM courses a couple of times in order just to get all that information digested in my brain. So if you guys are struggling out there, I'm, I'm with you. I want you guys to know you're not alone uh, in, in this journey, that it is not easy for me either. Yes, I have failed exams in the past as well. <laughs> so, so I'm there with you. And these are all the different tips and tactics I use to make sure that this information uh, stayed with me, taking the class multiple times, writing things down, etc. So, okay. So let's run through this a little bit. I started out with just general NSXT information. Um, and the reason why I did that was you need to know what VMware's greater vision, what are they driving at? Why NSXT? Because at the end of the day, they're going to ask you questions like, what's the overall goal? Of some of these functionalities um, and we want to pull back from just the nerd knob so to speak and get that vision because that's important uh, VMware's got a very very complete vision for our portfolio and with the networking portion we cover a lot of ground if you think about NSX I mean we have load balancers in there we now have bought Avi not that long ago we've got Velo Cloud you know, NSX hooks into via realize automation. There are just, a, it is a vast ecosystem and how NSX plays in that ecosystem is very key. 
one of the key reasons why I came to VMware four years ago uh, from a technology standpoint was because of NSX. I got it. I got why micro segmentation was important. I got the automation piece of it. And when I found that, when I realized what it was capable of, there was no doubt in my mind that it is very much needed in our data centers today. Uh, so make sure you know those salient points of why it's impactful to your on-premise data centers, because that will drive you to understand these different pieces inside NSX, how they work and what the end result is gonna get you. Okay, so I go through some of the community resources that I came across. I was lucky that Britain created recently a four part series on NSXT. So there's some videos there. I'll wrote up some great practice questions. Now, one of the things I do wanna point out that up a little bit higher up is there's a book that's called Make It Stick. And I think it was someone on Twitter, I don't remember, maybe it was Luciano that mentioned it and I checked it out. And it's very valuable. If you wanna learn uh, about how the brain works and how you learn, one of the things that he talks about in that book is the number one most effective way of getting material into your head is actually testing yourself. And tests are hard because they are making you think about the material and draw that material out of your brain. If it's not there, you gotta put it back in, right? So you just continually test yourself. So testing yourself is important. And so that's why some of the material I've created here uh, works to do that. And that's, and pretty much that is my short tangent on my study tactics, okay? Okay, formal training. Okay, you know what NSX is, you get what you're driving towered, um, maybe you've created a timeline. So before I forget, it took me four years to get here because I didn't make this certification a priority. So it's either up to you to make this a priority. It is a dense topic. You're going to have to sit down and commit time and commit energy and mental cycle to get this stuff down. It does take some time, especially if it's fresh for you, as it was for me. So you move on to formal training, and this is most of the time, we're really thinking about the install, configure, and manage course. When we think I'm ready for a course in this, uh, in this topic, the one that we have today is going to be the NSXT 2.4. We refer to it here internally as ICM, Install, Configure, and Manage course, because a lot of our courses are named that way. That will be your starting point, and that's going to provide you with a large body of material from the course um, to, to study through. And obviously, the instructors are going to walk you through it. Now, I, I list both the in-person class, the, or virtual today, and the on-demand class. The preference is, is really up to you and what your learning style is. I find that the in-person class, you're not gonna have a chance to actually read the material unless you read the material, lecture material, after the class is over, because you're gonna spend most of your time actively listening to the course. And that means they're throwing a lot of concepts and a lot of uh, 
language at you that you're going to have to actively process. Um, and a lot of the material overall overview, I kind of knew I just needed in depth. And that's when I switched over to the on demand course, because the on demand course is, as I understand it, less expensive. But not only that, because it's a pre recorded video, you can stop and start it um, on your timetable. And that allowed me to stop the video, rewind a little bit, and listen to what the instructor actually said and, and, and sit there for a minute and think about you know, the concept as a whole. So those are two different paths. They're both equally good. I took both. Um, it just depends on your learning style okay. and timing, obviously. Oh, another difference is the on-demand course gives you a lab environment for 30 days versus when you take an in-person class, it's that week and that week only, right? Okay, there is, in a, there is a prep course, but I kind of I found it hard to follow, so I didn't actually take it. <laughs> All right, uh, let's see. Okay, let's move over to the study guide here real quick. Let me stop this share and pop over. So, so just one thing, Francis, uh, that they mentioned in the, in the questions as well. Uh, you had a note in there about the free time, or at least the mm. promotion that we have on the learning zone. Yeah. So, yeah, let me, once again, I'll have to pop back over. So Sorry. there is, that's okay. There is a, um, I can I, just I say, think, I can just say it real quick. There's a, there's yeah, a, a VM, the VMware Learning Zone uh, has an exam prep for NSX as part, as part of other things. And there's a free tier, and but normally for, for the courses and the and the exam prep, you need to have a paid tier. But because of COVID and other things, VMware uh, set out a a free six month promotion for the premium level. So she has her that link in her blog, and you can find it all over Twitter. That's something that anybody that that is studying probably wants to get. Yeah, and I highly recommend it. When I was a client, uh, I bought. I brought the learning zone and I, I loved it because I could just go in there on my own time frame and look something up and, and watch it and, and learn without and, and make and make sure that it was like, you know, VMware sanctioned. It wasn't like <laughs> something else. So that one, take advantage of that if you're able to. And if you are able to go for the, the higher level package and your company will cover it, uh, it's, a, it's a good investment. All right. So I'm obviously not going to go through this document like line by line because it's 29 pages. <laughs> but let me be clear, this particular study guide, I stripped it all the way down. So if you look at the actual exam blueprint, there are sections. Um, if you look at different parts of VMware's exam blueprints from different uh, products, there are sections that they list, but there are no testable objectives in there. So there's nothing that they're going to ask you about. And I'm like, well, you know, when you're trying to pass the exam, that's, you know, that's a noise, right? So this study guide stripped out everything that wasn't testable <laughs> and only focuses on the areas in which we said we had testing questions on, okay? So you don't have to worry that I'm adding things that 
are not on the exam. Um, that, that was not my purpose for this um, particular study guide, okay? So when you look at the study guide, it's broken up into the sections that are on the exam. I actually wrote down all the salient points. Now, this is just raw data that's in this study guide. You've got to understand how all the parts work together. So this is a great reference for, you know, if you look on this study guide, you can see the NSX manager sizes, you know, what sizes they are, what those measurements are, but you've got to know what it is, the NSX manager, right? There's some definitions in here, but I'm hitting on just the raw data that I pulled out of the ICM courses. So you didn't have to read through PowerPoint slide after PowerPoint slide um, in, in the marketing stuff. It was just like, this is the raw information. All right. Now, this is a lot of information. So I think you, if it was me, if I had to do this over again, I would print this guide up. Yeah, I'm killing trees, whatever. Uh, but as I'm going through the ICM course or going through the the exam blueprint and I'm studying, I would go back and add right in the notes or circle things, just actively um, making notes to make sure that they make sense in your in your mind because these are simple notes, but they're really, really dense in that way. Okay. All right. So I will go over this at a high level, but you've got parts that are talking about the overall portfolio to begin with. We're gonna ask you about what's compelling about NSX. Then they're gonna go into identifying uh, the requirements for NSX, the actual components, the management por portion of it, as well as, um, as well as the hoses and what can be a host. So this goes into an immense amount of detail. And then we're gonna go into what are the NSX subcomponents from what the NVDS is today, how it interacts with vCenter and the major architectural components that make up NSX. So these should come very naturally to you during the exam so that Make sure these terms, you're not trying to figure out what these terms are in the exam, okay? The, they, they say edge node, you should automatically in your mind know what an edge node is. You shouldn't be figuring that, figuring that out during the exam. <laughs> I mean, I, I know that some folks may, might think that shouldn't they be testing you on what those things are. They're gonna test you on things like, what about the NSX node? You know, what makes up an NSX node? What does that NSX node do, right? So those are the things that they're gonna ask you about. So it's going to be not just what the definition of something is, which will be a few questions, but it's gonna be about how you use those components, how you execute and how you manage them. So there's, it's gonna be more active than just recall of information which is a lot of times what these study materials are, are set up for. So that's the part I wanna emphasize, that as though this is the raw material, this is not all you have to know. 
this is all, these are all the Lego components you've got to build NSX out of. They're gonna ask you how to build it, not, what, not necessarily what the components are. Although there, there's definitely an exam question that's, that are going to um, ask you various definitions, okay? All right. Terminology is nothing new. I, I mean, I just kind of explained that. They're going to go into the difference between a segment, a VLAN, and a port group. <laughs> so there's a lot of terms here that I had to learn over time. And they mean different things in different contexts. Um, in, in especially with someone like myself that I did do some of the networking in a previous life. And so I needed the description, not the actual word. And then I could map it back, you know, in my mind logically what it was. So make sure that these are all second nature to you. They will ask you things um, regarding the NVDSs and the tunneling and all the mapping uh, protocols. So this is things like this are important. Oh, one more thing. When it comes to the difference between the in-person class and the on-demand class, if you recall, there are in some VMware courses, this one is one of them, where at the end of each module, they have those questions where they quiz you. And in the class, it's fun to, to go through the rationale of those questions. But after you get past those questions, sometimes you don't revisit them. So on the demand course, one of the things that I did um, is they have, at the end of the module, they have those little quizzes. And when I was done with all the material, I would go back to those quizzes and take them over again. Because what you might have gone through four days ago, you might not recall. So this is going back and testing yourself because those questions are set up in, in that way that asks you not just about recalling that data, but, all, but with association, um, how to execute NSX. So that is a useful exercise. And that's where some of, some of these notes, I'm like, oh, I gotta pull this out because that's going to be a fair question. All right. I did add some screenshots here because I know this material is just on and on for 29 pages. And it's hard to picture in your mind what it is unless you have hands-on. Um, if you're hands-on, you have that UI in front of you. So one of those things I will point out is I would go, go to a section and I would review that material. And then when you're just looking at black and white, these words, you're just like, okay, yeah, and, but you don't, you can't visualize it in your head. And sometimes a visualization in your head is what helps you through an exam because you can see it in your head. You know exactly what it is. It's not just black and white. And so I added some screenshots, but I think one of the things I took from a, a coworker a couple of years ago was he didn't have a lab at home and I don't have NSX set up at home either. I do have a lab, but I haven't had, had set up. Um, but you can use the VMware hands-on lab to do a lot of this UI. You just have to make sure you're looking at the right version because obviously this is 2.4. So make sure you're not using a different version of um, NSX in a hands-on lab. But I had a coworker, he passed this exam all, in, all by using the hands-on lab interface to get 
um, hands-on experience. And you can absolutely do that. So, you know, do a piece, go in the hands-on lab, and get used to that interface and trying to remember that. That really helps build that muscle memory and, you know, execute one of those tasks. The labs are important, but you'll forget them after you've, like, done it once. If you don't run through it one more time or two more times, you're going to forget where some of that stuff is. All right. Is there any questions? No, I was just going to say that that's a, it's a great, um, that's a great tip. Yeah, you don't have to follow the lab. You can always just whip up the environment and do what you need. Yeah, because that's what I had to do. And that's actually one of the reasons why I like the on-demand class, because the on-demand class gives you a, uh, it gives you 30 days. You can access that lab environment that is just exclusively yours for 30 days. So you can build whatever you want and tear it down. You can troubleshoot it because the hands-on lab portion, very handy if you've got an hour, maybe 90 minutes to kill to try and practice something. But if you're sitting down for three or four hours, you got this timer on that hands-on lab. And sometimes, you know, you got to extend the time. There's a little bit of pressure there to get your stuff done, right? But in the on-demand class, when they give you 30 days, you that environment is dedicated to you. You can go in there whenever you want in the 30 days. And that's exactly what I do. It'd be like, you know, Friday night at 11 o'clock. And I'm like, where is this again? <laughs> where does this link take me to? And I would bring that up and I'd be able to go right in um, and work on that. So having both of those options was really, really convenient for me and helped me a lot. Okay. All right. We, we, so, got a, we got a couple other tips from the, from the crowd. Graham Mitchell says, uh, NSXT, if you want to install it in your home lab, that is available with Vmug Advantage now. That changed this year. It used to be only V, so that's a good call-out. And then another call-out is don't be afraid to experiment with the HOL because you can always quit it and, have, and rebuild it. Yeah. So, yeah. worries. Yeah, that's what one of my coworkers uh, said he did when he was practicing for the VCP. He, he said he would go into hands-on lab, he would tear everything down and build it from scratch. And you, you do that two or three times and you're going to have it down pretty good, to tell you the truth. I went in and did like one piece at a time, but I was really slow and deliberate uh, when I did the labs. That was the other thing about the on-demand class that, that gave me more space, room, time, however you want to call it, to be very deliberate, deliberate and very careful in doing the lab exercises because I could just take my time and I'm like okay it take, took me four hours to do one lab but when when you're doing the in-person class they're like okay you have 45 minutes to do this you know do, do this lab and you're like I gotta go eat lunch too so that's the nice thing about the on-demand then I just sit there and I'm just like okay line by line trying to understand what I'm doing all right uh Let's run through the rest of this. This is not too exciting um, because it's just the information about the logical routing and how it's different in uh, NSX. Now I had to learn uh, definitely the most powerful thing that I learned in terms of routing and, and from a networking standpoint when I was going through the course and going through materials is learning how to do a packet walk. That was very empowering for me because I never really understood 
um, how to do a pack and walk and how to figure some of this, some of this stuff out. And if you can do a pack and walk in NSXT, you are halfway there. Let me tell you, if you can do a pack and walk and understand the, the different components, software components that you are navigating through in NSXT, that will help you now and it will help you later because that is a major piece of trying to figure out um, how, these, how these different um, extracted objects work. Going from a, a tunnel endpoint to a logical switch, to a logical router, uh, from a T1 to a T0, and how it goes to an SR. If you can follow a pocket packet trace up, out, and in, you are gonna know and understand how those different um, components and different architectural designs are gonna work. So it's very important that you know how to do a single tier and a multi-tier topology, right? And do a packet walk through those. And how you would do it in the interface via the command line is equally important. So we're diving a little deeper, I understand, but these are the things that you need to be comfortable in navigating uh, before you go and take the exam because there's just portions of the exam that are going to refer to something like that. And if you don't have, have that process down in your, your head, you're going to be lost. All right. Let's see. I put a couple of links here just to as a backup data source because there's a lot of information about the sizes of some of the components like the NSX manager and the, the edges and the requirements. Here, these are the edge node um, requirements and what it supports. And I didn't know that we didn't support AMD processors. Did you know that? <laughs> so a, a little later, they, I think they released a patch and they made it available for Epic uh, servers. But for uh -huh. the exam, you know, when the exam comes uh -huh. out, if it says 2.4, it has to be consistent with 2.4. Yes. Yes. So there, VMware is obviously all of our different products uh, release different versions. So when you are looking at study materials, when you're looking at the exam, and when you're looking at the hands-on lab, make sure you're looking at the same version. Because the hands-on lab is, you know, releasing different versions of labs in, um, or di different versions of the software with the different labs. So make sure you're looking at the same thing because they don't, they don't look different. I mean, they do look different in the, in the different versions, okay? Consistency is key there, all right? Okay, so I'm gonna leave a couple minutes here um, I think it's pretty self-explanatory. I did add a few things at the end here for reference. Uh, it, this is just going through all the service keys here, but I'm gonna scroll down to the bottom because this is quite dense. And I wanted to point out that at the very end, I did put some of the command line information. Uh, these are the tools. Is this the command line? Troubleshooting. Okay, a little bit further down. All right, here we go. Don't miss this. This is not here just for fun. 
<laughs> not really referenced. These are important. So make sure you are familiar with these commands. Uh, I, I think some folks know that uh, NSX is, uh, we put the UI on NSX. How about I put it this way? <laughs> Sometimes it can be API first. There's some things you can do in NSX that are API only. So um, they want you to be comfortable if the UI is not available to you. And that's why I put some of these here. There's more that you should review, but these are the basic commands that you should be familiar with. Okay. Now I'm going to flip quickly back over to the blog here. So the last thing, last two things here is I did create something called flashcards. They're uh, done on Quizlet. And this is where I was testing myself on the concepts. And if that's something that you want to do to test yourself with, I have, I have actually shared them publicly. The link is here. There are flashcards that you can use to test yourself on some of the exam topics. I created 90 of them uh, from the material that I just went through in the study guide and from the ICM courses. So that can be a good way of quizzing yourself and testing yourself to make sure you know some of the concepts. Uh, so that, that's the last thing I have from a material standpoint. And the um, last thing I want, yeah, I, go ahead. I just, I just wanted to correct myself. Uh, Mithun uh, actually sent me, hey, uh, AMD processors are officially supported with NSXT 3.0. So just, just for anybody yeah. listening, it's from 3.0 onwards, that's AMD. Sorry about that. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, 3.0 only dropped a couple couple weeks ago, so you can see how fast we're moving. Um, I think the 3.0 exam might be out already, but obviously there's not a lot of study, study materials available for that just yet, and it is different too. Okay, so that's the flashcards. The last thing um, I touch on, I won't, I won't get into it here, uh, I have some tips about taking the exam itself in this uh, environment that we're currently in. So if you're taking a virtual exam, I had never taken one of these virtual exams. So uh, it was kind of a comical experience. I was really sweating it because um, things like my privacy uh, plugin were blocking things. So it took a long time for me to take the exam because I had to do um, a lot of configuring. So go through that. It's by Pearson View. Make sure you go through their uh, document. They have a document that they send you prior to the exam. Make sure you go through uh, their prep exercises and be on the lookout for uh, giving yourself enough time ahead of time before your scheduled exam to make sure your system is capable of providing the exam to you. All right. Yeah. And, and I see it's in red, right? <laughs> but, but this is a funny story. Yeah. Same thing happened to me when I was taking a, a Linux Foundation exam. The guy wanted me on the webcam. He wanted to check everything around the desk. Just just the verification took at least 20 minutes to get started. Yeah, mine was, a, mine was so bad. I wrote this blog the night after I took the exam. So all of this was like so fresh 
in my head. And quite frankly, it was like, now that I've done this once, the second time is not going to be that hard, right? But I just want everybody to learn these lessons because it can be so stressful. You're already, you're preparing yourself to take an exam. Um, I get anxiety, you know, when I do these things, when I speak, when I take take these exams, I get anxiety. So I'm already like amped up. And then to have to fight through some of the issues to the point of taking the exam, I mean, I, I was pumped. And uh, and then, you know, you, we, I get to a point where they're like, okay, you have to wait for us to verify, like you said, verify all the uh, photos that you sent them, uh, verify your system and stuff. And I sat there for 45 minutes after I struggled with all of that, waiting for them. So. That's the kind of experience that makes you write the long blog post. <laughs> yeah, are you kidding me? I was like, don't, please. I mean, like, don't do this to yourselves. Um, it, it, seriously. Uh, make sure you watch out for all the potholes on the road to taking the exam. So, anyways. Well, I really appreciate that you have distilled all this effort and, and knowledge and every time you took a left turn that didn't work out for you. Because uh, that's really what it is, what Bramberg is about, what blogging is about, is sharing experiences, sharing things so others don't have to uh, run into the same problems. So thank you so much. Uh, I don't, I really don't have any other questions. I don't know if anybody has any other questions. I'll, I'll give them maybe 10 seconds there to type something in. Um, anything else that you feel should be noted now that you have written this blog post and, you know, it's been there a month, I saw that VMware Education was actually promoting it uh, because, you know, it's when, when I'll, I'll say this, whenever someone does good work and you did excellent work here, not just with the blog post, but with the study guide, uh, it's, it's worth hyping and, and showing it to a lot of people. So anything else that came after that maybe you want to share? Uh, thanks. Yeah, I, I, I was surprised when, you know, we, we got so, uh, got so much attention but i did want to get this out to the community and it was because you know my personal experience there wasn't a lot of framework and a lot of assistance with studying for the exam and you know i had a lot of partners that i worked with that were struggling with it and they would ask me if there were materials for studying not just the class and so i know i knew that there was um, a gap there and so i want I wanted to put this out there for you guys and let you know, these are all the things that I've used uh, that worked for me because I, I was able to pass the exam successfully the first time, not to make light of the amount of work that you're gonna have to do, but I want you guys to feel like you're supported. We're here for you. Um, we've been through this as well. You're not alone. I understand the late nights. Um, I myself was up every night trying to digest this information it is it is hard for a number of us so don't you know don't think that those of us that have taken it are just like breeze through it it was not a breeze and that's kind of why i wanted to share the story not only to share the information for all of you to try and consume and help you through this process um but you know also let you know you're not alone out there in going through this because it is hard all right well, you can find Francis on Twitter, Francis underscore Wong. Uh, you can always ask questions for NSX on Twitter with hashtag run NSX. 
and you can reach out uh, to myself at Ariel Sanchez more or just use the hashtag #BeBrownBag if you want to comment on this recording. Thank you everybody that attended live and that's going to be it.